Welcome to Beyond the Shoots is presented by Parasite System. I'm your host, Doug Simcox, and I'm here today with my co-host, Mr. Sam Swergen, and we both hope that you're having a great day, staying safe and staying warm. And today, Sam and I are recording at the Rawhide Ranch, BTC Studios North, up here in Pavard, New York. We are on the road again. Sam and I have been busy. You know, in September, we were in St. T. Quebec, up to that great rodeo. And uh, we're here now in Pavard, New York, upstate New York, also the home of the 2022 PBR Bull Riding Champion, Dalen Swearingen. I'm actually sitting... We're actually sitting exactly where he is at. How many meals has he had, Sam, at this table? Uh, quite a few. Quite a few. Okay. A few beef been slaughtered for his benefit. For his benefit. And that's the reason, raised on beef, is the reason that he is the 2022 PBR World Champion. That's what's for dinner. That's <laughs> That's good. And today we have got some great friends sitting at the table. Uh, I met uh, I met this first young lady that's going to introduce herself here in, in just a moment. I met her in 1999 at the Attica Rodeo, and uh, she I get introduced to her because number one, she's Jean and Becky's daughter, wearing the flag, the American flag during the opening. So I had to have her name right, Melanie Rautenstraw Dome. Welcome. Did I say it right? Go ahead and do it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the table. This is going to be a lot of fun today. And her son. Logan, Logan Domes. Logan Domes. He's with us. And he's a freshman in high school, by the way. And to my left is Miss. Carlene Domes. Carlene. And Carlene, you are a junior. Yes, sir. And you're a cowgirl. Can I say that? Yes. I can say that. You, you, we're going to get to what you've been about, okay? Okay. Um, and we're, we know you guys have been going down the road. Next generation, this this is third generation stuff we're talking right here. Uh, because, of course, Gene and Becky, um, Melanie's parents, uh, part of the Attica Rodeo Forever. I think long enough that I could say, Melanie, you were born and raised. How old were you when you went to so- the rodeo? Not when you remember. I know. <laughs> we bought horses on my eighth birthday. Okay. And that's when we joined the rodeo. Okay. So joined the rodeo. So that would have been roughly. And I do this for the listeners so they can do the math 86? and figure out how old you are right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so so growing up around the rodeo. What what uh, what memories come up for you? What what do you think about when you hear about the rodeo? So many. I can mm-hmm. remember uh, we started cattle penning there, and this was when cattle penning was team penning was brand new, and we bought a handful of steers, and we named them. That's how young we were. I could remember some of them. Their names were. Taffy. Your parents bought your own... The you, Rodeo Club did. Oh, the Rodeo Club yes, did. I was yes. going to say, because you lived in town. Where are you going to... Uh, we lived kind a little bit town. out of town, correct, but we didn't have the house. And you had horses at the house. We did have okay. our horses. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Team Penny, 1986. Team Penny, I know. It was new. It was a newer event at that time. Yeah. So we named the steers. I remember one was Taffy, and there would be a handful of us, Vic Morelli... Dave Wheeler, Sandy, Dad, 
Um, and we would sit in the roping pens and we would call out the name of one of the steers. We would run down at the time. It was only one steer that you had to get and bring them back. We didn't have a time limit. We just yelled names out. There was no <laughs> announcing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We just did it for fun. And that's really where it all started. But I could remember having birthday parties there. At the arena. At the arena. So My friends would come and we would celebrate birthdays together okay. because it was rodeo family there as well oh my goodness and your your birthday was during the rodeo weekend no 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 in the fall in october oh my goodness mm -hmm. but they would have well why not they right. can seat 3500 people <laughs> did you have all your friends all 3500 would come for your birthday i think it was 3600 <laughs> wow <laughs> so did they just run in the arena and play like little kids in the dirt and have yes. a fantastic absolutely we would wonderful. play volleyball um, sometimes we'd have our horses and I could remember playing games with the horses where we would play tag and oh. we would hang off the side of the horses. Wow. I thought it was run over the neighbor kid. Yes, that too. That happened probably, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah. Oh yes. Especially when we'd get a little crazy with taking the head stalls off or running on the side. Um, um, so those were some of the memories I had. Friday nights then became team penning and we would stay there until I could remember two or three in the morning and being little I would lay across the top of the pop cans and fall asleep because my parents would stay there talking until wee hours of the night in and the this, food stand in the food stand yes and this was every Friday night from May until October yeah that's what we did yeah I think her father was related to my father-in-law oh is that right and those kids grew up the same okay they, they stayed and talked and yeah you know to the kids kids laid down and went to sleep and and yep. what's so interesting picking up on this exactly what's so incredibly interesting when we think of the attica rodeo everybody thinks oh you know five big performances in august and the rodeo's over everybody goes home and what I'm picking up is not only from our conversation here today, but from other conversations we've had, that this is a big family and and super social and how much work everybody did, not only for the Friday night team pennons um, and the horse shows. Right. And one a month, if I'm not mistaken, horse shows. Yes. Through the summer, starting the in summer. starting in Maine, run all the way through October, I believe. Uh, Thursday night barrel racing every Thursday night. Yes. And the kids here are part of that. We're going to talk to them just a little bit about that. But that's what I come away with is, yeah, we're a committee about putting on rodeos, giving back to the community. A lot of money has come out of that rodeo back to the communities, charitable donations. Um, but just the relationships and the sense of family and sense of belonging. Absolutely. You know, we've been to other members' weddings. We've been there for the good times. We've been there, unfortunately, for the sad times of when we've lost, you know, members, Dean Wright and so many of the other gentlemen and ladies um, that have passed before us. But it's that sense of family. You know, we've always said just recently that we have two families, you know, the family that we were born in and then our rodeo family. Yeah. And it's so true. Yep, absolutely. 
Um, one of the family members, and I'd like you to speak to him, about him, uh, was your rodeo announcer, John Downing. Oh, brings tears to my eyes. Please share. He was the definition of a gentleman. Um, grow, growing up, sorry, he just was that cowboy that you always looked up to that put forth the effort. He was always top notch of what he did, how he dressed, how he spoke. Um, we had gone out to visit him and stay with him out in Colorado Springs and the stories he would tell and just his voice. Um, he's a touching, he was a very touching, um, wonderful man. And the memorabilia that he had in his barn and um, how much he took pride in the rodeo and the people that were there and the connections that he made. He was a wonderful man. Yes. Yeah. Well said. Gentlemen, perfect word. Perfect word. Some of my fondest memories of announcing, right, was yes. with John. I've got two great pictures at in my office. Um, one, if you're on a Zoom call with me, it's right over my left shoulder and it's a portrait of John. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wonderful picture. Wonderful picture. And then a picture that was taken during the 50th anniversary. Next to the um, pens. Yes. I think I do remember yeah. that one. And Brody Wheeler took the picture. My favorite road, uh, picture of all time. And um, John, uh, we got Sam on one end and we got John on the other end. Mm -hmm. Right. And the legacy and the the experiences that uh, that he had. Um, and I know the, you know, we, uh, our listeners are hearing this story again, but the rodeo was so incredibly important to him. He missed his daughter's wedding. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was it was touching to hear yeah. that story. Yeah. And he was there 25-plus years, I believe. Absolutely. And he always had said, when I make a promise, I'm going to follow through with it. And, and I do believe that is one thing that um, – he truly stood by was yeah. when he makes a promise. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite sayings that, that he had was the best thing for a, the inside of a young person is the outside of a horse. He would say that during the rodeo, and I'm like, my goodness, well said. Well said. And you guys are all proven that. You've got horses, and right? And mm -hmm. relationships, our rodeo family extends to the to these animals, right? And, Absolutely. And so so let's talk a little bit about growing up, you did you have jobs at the rodeo besides carrying the American flag? Did you have a job? Yes. We there was a job there all the time before rodeo even started. I could remember one summer. We had, it may have been 2000 or 99 when we had a severe flood come through and wipe out a lot of the arena and the ground. And so our jobs were to, to be there every night preparing for mm -hmm. that rodeo. Mm -hmm. um, hard labor, <laughs> scrubbing things down and shoveling things. And then during the rodeo time, I could remember standing with my mom and Sandy Wheeler at the back gate. Mm -hmm. And our job was to check everyone to make mm -hmm. sure they had their tickets and their stamps. And mm -hmm. when I was a young teenager, I always thought, well, maybe I'll find my cowboy here walking in and out of this, <laughs> this back gate. <laughs> 
we would also work um, selling drinks. Yeah. You know, that was and in the food stand. In the food stand, okay. oh, many hours in the food stand. Yeah, you know, making the roast beef sandwiches and those salt potatoes that everybody just oh, loves yeah. to Absolutely. have. We would also do the popcorn stand, okay. sell the popcorn. Okay. And then my most recent was selling 50-50 tickets. Okay. And getting out into the crowd and, and working the crowd and competing to see who could sell the most. And and then I could remember donating a lot of our portions to families that needed it. And, you yep. know, someone who had just lost a house for a fire and, yeah. and different stories that we would hear. So... Those were a lot of the jobs that we had. Yeah. And do you, I know a lot of money was given back to the community for a lot of different causes, right? Do you have any idea how many dollars over the years, you know? I couldn't even come up with a number to even think how yeah. much we gave away, but I know thousands of yeah, dollars yeah. Every bit of a that. weekend yeah, yeah. that we would have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talk about how the rodeo got started. Of course, the, the young men in the white t-shirts, right? I remember John down and talking about that and just the, what, what I picked up from these conversations has been just the love of the sport and the love of the relationships. And you talk about the rodeo family. So the family continues to grow, right? Um, when I first met you, it was uh, you were going to college, at Geneseo, right? Right down the road. And um, and and then a few years later, around come this guy, right? This young man. And what I remember was he was a lumberman. He was into timber, and I'm like, that's cool, okay? And he had a machine that I remember that that he could. It was like a backhoe, and he'd go out and he just grab a hold of this tree, cut it off, and where do you mean to put it? It's amazing. Place it where he wanted it. Place it where he wanted it. Shannon, of course, we're talking about, um, and he's been a big supporter of yours all the way through. He has been moral support, family support, financial support. He's wonderful at giving the kids their dream. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about that dream, Carlene. Tell us, uh, you're a junior in high school. Yes. And competing in high school rodeo? Yes. And what um, what events are you competing in? I do barrel, barrel racing and breakaway roping at the moment, but I also do team roping. You do team roping as well? Yes. Header or healer? Header. Header. Mm -hmm. uh, you thought about healing? No, not really. I love heading so much. Okay. I don't want her to lose a finger. Oh, okay. Well, there is that. There is that. Um, and breakaway. Yes. So how long have you been doing breakaway? I gotta count. Um, three years. So yeah, for a while. Say three years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, what's your best run so far? Time. I wanna say No, I think it was like a two two, maybe. Two two. Yes. Two two. Yeah. I'll be darned. And almost break the barrier when you're doing two twos? Pushing it, bending it, don't break it, all that. Maybe just a little. Maybe just a little. Yeah. <laughs> and this this sport is coming on. Pro yes. Rodeo. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now in Las Vegas, they've got the breakaway roping championships, right? Going yep. on. I love it. I love to see it. It's so great. And the International Professional Rodeo Association, we're going to the IFR here in January. 
They've got it there too. So great sport. And you couple that with the team roping. We need more women in team roping, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So stay with that. Uh, tell us about your, your breakaway uh, horse. Is calf roping a horse? So I'm just finishing him right now. We okay. bought him in July um, from Jeff Sawyer. And so I've just, he started him on it um, and we've just been trying to finish him. So mm -hmm. we're going to make him into a calf horse. Yes. But right now just break away. Just break away. Yes. How old? He's nine. Nine. So yep. into the good years. Yeah. Absolutely. And then um, team roping horse, different team roping horse. Um, so my team roping horse just passed away a oh. couple months ago. Oh, I'm sorry. So I have not had one to be able to do this year yet. Okay. Um, but we're working on that. And when did the season start? High school season start? September. September. Yes. New season. So it'll run now through June? Uh, May. May. Yes. Okay. And then our finals will be in July. And finals, national finals? Yes. Okay. And you're part of the Pennsylvania High School Rodeo Association? Yes, sir. And does it have a... It has state finals. Yes. And they're in? Me Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend yes. in Benton? Um, no, normally no. it's in Fredonia, Pennsylvania. Fredonia. Yes. Okay. Sundance Arena down yes. there. Yes. Okay. Excellent. And you qualified last year to, to the state finals. Yes. Yeah. And did you advance to nationals? No, I was not able to. Okay. That the goal this year? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So tell us about your barrel horse. Um, I got her in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing great. We had a minor setback, and it did hold us back for a couple months. She lost about half her foot. She was oh quite lame. Yeah. So what happened? Um, the shoe when the shoe broke off. Okay, the, took, a took a chunk of the foot with. with her. Okay, chunk of the hoof. Okay. Yep. So we're still in the process of growing that back, but she is starting to come back okay. in our runs. Okay. Good. Excellent. And your favorite event of all time right now? Breakaway roping. Absolutely. So you practice every day? Yes. You do? Yep. How do you practice? Uh, we go over to Tim Buckemeyer's. Okay. And we rope down there almost okay. every day. Almost every day. Yes. And how far is that from the house? 11 minutes. And 11 minutes. 11 minutes. Not 10 minutes. Nope, 11. Not 15. <laughs> and are you driving over there by yourself? Nope. I just got my permit in oh, October, so hopefully goodness. soon. Just so you know, if mom's driving in 11 minutes, you can probably do it in nine. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At least try. At yeah. least try. Yeah, at least try. Yeah. yeah. Give it a college go no. yeah, yeah absolutely and that's a little farther and i i had to drive my boys over there a little bit further than you do so I'm yeah jealous we yeah. were just talking about that on the way over they drove this far over to tim's almost every day almost no, every day and to wrestling also in attica in so attica yeah that's right every day the every, school and yeah yeah so what's uh, what's uh when do you get over there and what do you he's got an indoor arena? Yes. So what what's in what's a day look like in practice there? Yep, so we normally get there and we'll saddle off our horses, visit with him for a little bit, and then we'll warm up for about I wanna say twenty minutes and then get the calves out. We might pen rope a little bit and then we'll bring them up to the chutes and run a couple. Okay. And what are the things right now today he said, go home and work on this or get this in your mind or whatever it might be? Um, right now, I'm just really focusing on my horse. So just trying to figure out, you know, how to put him in the ground and keep my left hand where it needs to be and not override him, but still keep him in the package. What does it mean, put him in the ground? 
um, by keeping my hand down low so I don't pick him up. I had a habit of picking him up and then his front end would come up and we'd kind of like hobble stopping, I guess is the way to put it. Okay. And um, just keeping my hand down low and where it needs to be yeah. so that he can drag his butt. And, and in breakaway roping for our listeners, you put a calf in. Uh, we've got the barrier, the strong cross. Yes. We talked about that, which is meant to give the steer the or the calf the head start. You practice with a barrier? Yes. Okay, so practice perfect. Yep. Back in the box, you rope with your right hand. Right hand. Absolutely. So reins in your left, pig and string in your teeth. Yeah, sometimes. Do you? Do you break away? <laughs> I, I think you ought to start doing that. I think you might start a trend. Yeah, I've. Yeah. Just to have it. You're not going to use it. It just would be just a cool for the look. Just for the yes. looks. It would be a cool look. I guarantee picture, you, absolutely. you'd be in a picture. You would be. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. So you're back in the box. Yep. Um, and when the calf is ready, how do you know when the calf is ready? Um, I make sure the head is in the front of the box. And okay. then sometimes I'll have a pusher. Okay. Which hopefully is my brother that day. So, Logan, you get in the, you get in the shoot? Yes, sir. Can be kind of messy on occasion. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So watch where you place your hands, right? <laughs> and all that sort of thing. So he'll push them for you. Yep. Um, and then you, when you see certain things happen, time to go. Yes. And that's what's called the horse scoring. Yep. Explain what that is exactly. Um, so basically, I just try finding out as much as I can about my calf beforehand. Yep. Someone else ran it, I'll watch it. Okay. And if it's a real fast runner, then scoring will normally be just see it move. Yeah. Um, so once when I see it move, then I know I can drop my hand and get out there. Um, but if it's a slower one, then I'll see either like a hip or a shoulder. Um, so that's just scoring based off of that and when I know I can leave. Okay. You got a horse to the move? Oh, yeah. He, yep. She get he? Yes. He gets out and goes? Yes. Um, tracks good? Yes. Put you in position. Yeah, absolutely. How many swings? Well, right now we're kind of just all over the place, just trying to get yeah. them, you Perfect. know what I mean? But um, right now just jumping it over, so normally about four or five, I'd say. Four swings. Yeah. And you start swinging as soon as you nod your head? Yes. Okay. Um, and how close do you want to be to the cap for you before you throw? Um... Perfect. Perfect run. Yeah. Perfect Yeah, run. just not too close where I can't see the head, but not too far back where <laughs> okay. my rope can't reach that yeah. far. Yeah. It just comes yeah. naturally for you to know. Yeah, yeah I don't, oh, yeah. it's perfect. Perfect. Yep. And you got pictures of you yes. doing this? Can I get some pictures absolutely. so we can put it up? Okay, yes. perfect. That's that's absolutely excellent. Um, and the horse knows as soon as you throw, he stops? Yes. We are getting there, absolutely. Okay. Yep. So, okay, that's that finish you're talking about. Yes. And does he sit down and stop? Yes, he does. He does. It's beautiful. Okay. It is. When it looks, I mean, when it works, my goodness. And then you keep your hands out, and that, that rope actually breaks away, hence the name. Yes. Right? Yep. What do you use, like kite string or something like that to attach it to the saddle horn? Yes. A little cotton yep. string. A little, yeah. A little what? Cotton string. Cotton string. Mm -hmm. Okay, absolutely. Great. So... Three events, three different horses, mm -hmm. right? Logan, you're in. We're going to shift to Logan now. First off, freshman in high school. Yep. Yeah. First year high school rodeo. Yep. You rode junior high rodeo. Yes, sir. Okay. Which is part of the National High School Rodeo Association. Absolutely. Right? Right? They do have their finals. They do? They do. Okay. Yep. Is that in Des Moines? So we were in Des Moines one year, and mm -hmm. then we were in Atlanta 
Perry, Georgia for the last two years. Okay. And they're heading back to Des Moines, Iowa yeah. for two more years. For two up. more years. Now, are you still eligible, Logan, since you're a freshman in high school to ride junior high or no? No, I'm not. No. And how many years eligibility do you have in high school? Four. Four? Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, so this is your first year going in, and you are a calf roper. Yes, sir. Are you riding? Are you riding Carlene's horse? No, I'm not allowed to. You're not allowed to. <laughs> no. Nope. And it's full tie down roping. Yes, sir. You're gonna you're gonna catch. You're gonna tie. Yep. Okay, for our listeners. Yep. Okay, calf's loaded. Yep. Are you practicing? Yes, sir. Where do you practice? I practice at Timmy Buckmars. And how many minutes does it take for you to get there? Eleven minutes and thirty seven. 30 seconds exactly. Really? So you're slower than your sister. I wonder yeah. what happened there. She has longer legs. Yeah, uh, that could be. That could be what it is. So you practice every day at, at the Buckemeyers? Yes, sir. Okay. So what's a, what's a typical day look like when you go practice? 20 minutes of warm-up? Yep, 20 minutes of warm-up. And then usually the women have to rope first because you got to save the best for last. Oh. And then... Oh, wow. Now, now wait a minute. Let me, let me make sure I... Yeah, yeah. Let me make sure I got this right. I think you broke up there just a little bit. So if I'm not mistaken, you said the women, your sister, yes. ropes first. Yeah. And then you rope last. Why? Because I'm I'm not better no, than No, no. What but... did you say? What did you say? Because <laughs> you have to save the best for last. Save the best for last. Absolutely. I think he's just a gentleman and ladies go first. I, oh, yeah. okay. All right. Because he has to push the calves, I, load yeah. them. So 20 minutes of warm-up, get the calf loaded, you're helping out, boom, boom, boom. Um, step us through, back in the horse in the box, right-handed roper? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, tell, tell me about your horse. Uh, my horse's name is Pip, and we're also, me and Timmy, Timmy Buckmeyer and I are training a horse called Sweepy. Sweepy? Yes, sir. Sweepy. Pip? Pip is my main calf roping horse. P.I.P. Yep. So you got a main and you got a reserve calf yeah. roping horse? And wow. Pip actually was the last horse that Bernie Buckemeyer ever trained. Is that right? Yes. Yep. That Bernie Buckemeyer trained. Oh, my goodness. How old is Pip? 16. 16. Still good using age, yep. right? So back him in the box. Yep. Right-handed roper. Where's your loop? Uh, it's under my arm and then my hand on the saddle horn. Hand on saddle horn, yep. uh, left hand on the reins. Yep. You got rope and reins on there, right? They're continuous. Yes, sir. Not split reins. Nope. Now that'd be tough, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, pig and string. Yes, sir. Okay, for our listeners, tell them what a pig and string is. Um, so it's kind of like a extra large goat tying string, but it has a loop at the end of it. Okay, tell us, tell our listeners it's... what a goat tying string is. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like a rope, but it's stiffer, yeah. and it's either a four-strand, three-strand, whatever you prefer. Not not very big. Diameter nope. like a yeah. pencil? Yep. Okay. Four foot long? Yes, sir. Okay. And when you get ready, before you step up, and this is one of the coolest things calf ropers do, what do you do with that pig and string? Where, first off, where do you put the tail? I put the tail through my back, my middle back yeah. belt loop, Yeah. and then I make the loop about the size of my hand and then i stick where the tip of the um pig and string is in my mouth what now back up a little bit yeah pig and string in your mouth yeah okay where the is. The, or well, not the 
Do you wipe the hooey off before you put it? Oh, where the Honda is. Oh, where the Honda is. Yeah. And the Honda is? At the end of the rope. (laughs) Is that like a knot? That creates a loop? Yeah, it's like. The Honda. Yeah, the exact same as like a roping rope. Okay. And every time you go, you have a fresh rope, a pig and string before you go? I've been using the same one for a year now. Okay, perfect. And then you have wet wipes that before you go? No. No. I just hang it up in the tack room when I'm done with it. Okay. And to be clear, what do you do with that pig and string? Uh, um, Go ahead, Sam. Well, it it is the immune system for the cowboys. Oh, I see. Absolutely. (laughs) Well done. I like that. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, okay. Pig and string. Yep. And it's got a fuzzy end to it? Yes, sir. Kind of frayed, kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. So stick it through your belt loop. Uh-huh. Center belt loop only. Just yeah. one belt loop. Yes, sir. Got to be the center. Yes, sir. Why? Uh, because then if you put it on your side one, then it just sticks out too far and it can mess up your roping. Okay. And and then it comes around your right side. Yes, sir. And, and the loop goes up by the Honda. Yep. Goes in your mouth. In your mouth, correct. Absolutely. Got the cowboy hat on. Yes, sir. Okay. And um, why why do you carry it there? Uh, because it's when you go to flank them, yeah. it's easier to grab because your hand's coming up. So then you can just grab them and then string their front leg. Okay. So have you ever done the Ryan Jarrett and done it from the belt? Uh, I've practiced, but okay. I've never practiced enough to do it like that. Okay. Okay. And what is from the belt? I don't understand. As you said, Doug, yeah. um, you asked me what were some good cowboys. It's been Attica. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Jarrett, Jarrett comes out of Carolinas, right? Georgia. Georgia. Now he's in Oklahoma, but uh, PRCA all-around world champion. Yep. And he is the only one that does it from the belt loop that is in the top of the country. Okay. So he'll put it through his front two and through the back and okay instead of coming from his mouth he just goes from there okay and goes from there as you can see as i said he just goes from his pulls the pig and string out of his yeah and i just kind of associated that with maybe the string wasn't the cleanest yeah from milking the cows that day that he had it in his carrying it on him yeah so he decided to do it that way well wise man but uh a few years ago at the nfr and this was made a big deal really the calf was running up against the fence. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember this, but instead of roping the calf like this, he had to swing it backwards and caught the Backward calf. Backward loop and caught. And caught it and tied it. And yeah. It was, I mean, they, everybody was blowing up on it over TV. And do pick up the fact this young man competed at the Attica Rodeo. Oh, wow. On his way to the NFR and the World Championship. So a lot of great cowboys have come through that arena. Okay, back to it, Logan. Um, got any pictures with you in the pick and string? I do. Cowboy hat on, yes, backed sir. in, loop under your right arm, reins in your left hand, looking pretty cool. Yes, sir. I yeah. do. Focused. Yep. Ready to run. Yes, sir. Okay. And what do you look for in the calf? I look for wherever how how fast the calf runs or how slow it goes. Okay. And before you go. Yes, sir. Okay. And so you run at the barrier. Yes, sir. How many times you break the barrier? Uh, all depends on if I'm kicking hard enough or if I'm not kicking hard enough. 
and then how fast the calf is or how fast the calf is, how slow the calf is. Yeah. Do you work on how quickly the horse leaves the box? Yes, sir, I do. Yeah. And I had read the American Quarter Horse, known for its powerful hind quarters, has the ability to accelerate very quickly. Yes, sir, they you do. You ride quarter horses, do you? Yes, we do. Okay, perfect. Uh, and Pip. Yep. Pip. Pip's your main horse right now. Yes, sir, he is. And, and we'll get to the reserve here in just a moment, okay? Okay. But, but Pip's 16. Uh, you know, if you're going to be a calf roper, you got to have horses. You're hauling horses. You got a reserve behind it. Maybe he's got a third one yet. We don't even know. Okay. But pros, when they go down the road, they got to be prepared. So, so you, the calf leaves. Yes, sir. You go, the horse yep. goes. What now? Um, we're really worried about getting up and not sitting down when I rope them. I get up, hit my tip down, my shoulder up and I rope them. And then I throw my slack out and then work on stepping down. Okay. So let's break all that down. Okay. You said get up. Don't yep. sit down. So get up on the front of the saddle. Yes, step sir. up into your stirrups. Yes, sir. Put the weight on the ball of your feet. Let's go. Yes, sir. And tip down. Tip down. Tip of your hat? No, tip of my rope. So if you're having your tip like straight up in the air, then... It's like not really going to go down I, I don't know what a tip of a rope is. It's the end of the rope. It end, does, like when you have the circle of the rope, the you're loop, swinging it. Yeah. The loop. The loop. Okay. <laughs> you're swinging it. And you want it to be down more towards like the horse's ear. Yeah. Not as much above your head or else. Okay. So so you are you are staying pretty low with this you're not up here over your head you're down pretty low with this horse 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 goes where it needs to go it tracks yes sir does what it needs to do 16 year old pip gets where he needs to go yes sir okay you make the catch yep and the rope unlike the breakaways attached yep. to the saddle horn yes sir horse sets up yep what do you do uh i work on throwing my slack out oh. and stepping down smoothly what's the slack uh it's the end it's the rope that you're holding on to okay and why do you throw the slack uh so it stops the calf faster okay and buffers right a little bit yes. of buffer gonna call it right yes sir okay now one other thing um you got to wear a helmet when your calf open no i do not you don't no no any of the events you're running carlene no not anymore no no helmets no no protective vests none of that sort of thing okay go ahead well, so New York State does have a law oh, that do. you do have to under the 18 and under. Yeah. But because we rodeo for Pennsylvania, they do not have the law. Okay. So they are lucky enough to wear their cowboy hats. Okay. Perfect. That was a very Perfect. tough decision for mom. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. No, absolutely. And been a lot of change over the years. Now, let me ask you this, Logan. When you're roping the calf, okay, and you're running up to it, do you rope as quick as you can? Uh, I work on where the horse should be set up and the calf should be set up, so it can be a faster run. So you don't rope on the gate? No. Very good. Now, you're going to get off the horse really fast, right? Yes, sir. Quick as you can? Yep. Now, when you're getting off and you're throwing your rope? I run down the rope as fast now, as I can. When do you step off? When oh. Are you getting off when you throw your rope just to catch the calf? No, I Hold on to my slack and I throw it off and All then right. I step That's off. That's not my question. No. Okay. Well, I guess it kind of did. <laughs> right. You're trying to get off the horse as quick as you can. 
Yes. Right? Yeah. So you're throwing your rope, and as you're throwing your rope, you're stepping off? No, I want to rope the calf first. Not yet. <laughs> well, no, because you don't, you sit square in the horse, in the middle of the horse when you Correct. rope the calf. Yeah. If you're getting off, you've already moved your hand to hand a different down, angle. So it goes, the rope goes down. I'm just trying to trick you. Good job. Good job. Excellent. You passed that one. That I've been is with that. you for a long time. Pardon? I've been with you for a long time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so bail off on the proper side. You get off on the left side and then duck under the rope to get to the calf. I get off on the right side. Right side. That's yep. the wrong side. No, that's the right side. Well, is it if you're just pleasure riding? No. No, that'd be the wrong side, wouldn't it? <laughs> Why do you get off on the right side? Oh, it's faster. How so? Oh, uh, because when you're going down, you have to flank them on the right side. So if you're getting off on the left, then you have to go underneath the rope. And it just slows your process down. Okay, okay. And that stops his mom's heart because I'm afraid of him getting caught in the rope. Uh, in the rope, has it? Okay. And Pip works the rope really, really well? Yes, sir, he does. Okay, doesn't drag the calf. Nope. Just enough tension. Yes, sir. So you're able to get down, put your hand on the rope, and run all the way down to the calf. Yes, sir. And flank with your right hand. So yep. describe the flanking process for our listeners. So you want to stay more in the front of the calf because uh-huh. whatever the front of the calf does, the back of the calf does. Makes just sense. like a truck and a trailer. Okay. And um, the most of the weight's in the front. So you want to more pick up with your legs. Well, mm-hmm. you want to pick up but kind of put your legs up underneath them to get them up yeah. and roll them up. And then once you roll them up and push them down back onto the ground, you grab the front leg and string them, and you throw your slack out, okay. or your pig and string out from your belt loop. From your belt loop. Pig and string goes around one of the front legs. Do you have yep. a preferred leg that goes around? The front right. Front right. So the ones that's on top, because the yep. calf is laying on its left side at this point. Yes, sir. Okay. And what's this calf weigh? Typical... Uh, typical between anywhere between 150 and like 220. Holy cow. Well, so has Timmy had you lifting weights when you're left arm? Because when I traveled with Joe Beaver, he'd always say, you know, I always lift weights with my left arm to make that to be the strongest because I need that more than my right. So when I, Joe Beaver, because he never drove, he always sat in the back. So has Timmy had you do that? No, he hasn't. Okay. Well, Joe Beaver says to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, And speaking of this, uh, what conditioning, physical conditioning are you guys doing to, yeah, for our listeners just to to help learn the skill and build that body strength we need? Uh, I'm mostly working on my stamina because of roping them and then running down as fast as possible and then flanking them. And flanking is a lot in the legs. More than your arms. Yeah. So every night he stays after school to the workout gym. Okay. We'll work out. Mom will hook up the truck and trailer, load the horses, drive down, pick them up from the school, drive to Timmy's at 11 minutes. In 11 minutes. Then they rope. Yeah. And then we come home and they do chores. Okay. Okay. So he tries to get it all in. Tries to get it all in. And you're lifting a calf that's. Upwards of 220 pounds. Yes, sir. What do you weigh? I weigh 158. 158. And do you do like deadlifts and stuff like yes, that? Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. And so what's the technique? I mean, that's still, that's your, that's more than your body weight. Yes, sir. How do you lift this? How do you lift these calves? Uh, it's mostly in the technique. Okay. 
What's that technique? Can you share? Or is uh, this is this secret? You can't share. You can share. You can share. It's mostly getting underneath the calf and picking them up and rolling them. It's a lot easier than you think. Okay. Well, it's a lot harder, but it's easier like picking them up if you have the right technique. Yeah, yeah. And and lift with your back, not with your legs, right? No, you you lift with your legs. Oh, your I'm back. sorry. I always get that you backwards. Do a good job listening. He does. He does. He's he's excellent. He's excellent. So so, you got the calf flanked. Yes, sir. You got the pig and string no longer in your mouth. Yes, sir. It's in your right hand, and you've caught the front right leg. Yes, sir. As the calf is laying on its left side, head is pointed towards the horse. Horse has got just a touch of tension on the rope. Yes, sir. And now, what do you do? Uh, I string them, and I throw it out, and then I get my right leg as far out as I can to the back feet and then I grab the bottom leg and I roll it up onto the top and it's something called breaking where you have the bottom in the leg and you use your wrist to move the top leg over so then it lays like a table and then you loop them wrap your um, pig and string around there one time another time and you go around it one more time and then put it around the two legs and then pull your hooey okay pull your hooey and and the hui is, and I love the word, I do, it's a knot, right? Yes. Basically like a slip knot, yes. like a, yeah, bow knot, whatever, yep. right? And you're able to do that. What's the goal? How quickly can you tie? So from the time you string the front leg, gather up the two hind legs, make your two wraps, two wraps? Yes, sir. And a hui? Yes, sir. What's your time? Uh, Like totally? Nope, nope, just on the ground. Uh, just tying. I think my fastest tying was like a 2.5. Oh, wow. Okay, this is fast. This is fast. This yeah. is good. So um, on vacation, can yeah. I interrupt yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. We had to bring the tying dummy with us. Perfect. Mm -hmm. In mm -hmm. the back of the truck. Yep. Drove all the way down to Hilton Head. Yep. Brought it into the the house perfect and of we, course i sat there and had to time him yeah over and over yeah. and over and that while was, the beach was calling my name absolutely and, and i was going to ask do you have a do you have a other than your sisters do you have a do you have a a, 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 a tied tied down dummy is that what it's called <laughs> I didn't mean your sister was no. I mean, but you have thought of tying your sisters like a calf, right? Yes, sir. Okay, just so, just I, to be clear, I just can picture this as the sun instead of the beach, her son instead of. Yeah, I like that. I like okay, that. Okay. Well played. Well played. Um, and when you get it all wrapped up and done, yep. What's the next motion? Um, throwing my hands up to stop the time as soon as possible. Yep. And then getting to my horse as soon as possible. You stroll back there, do you? I walk pretty fast. Do you walk fast? Are you allowed to run? Yeah, you can. You can? Yeah. And then get on the horse and take a couple steps forward to give the calf some tension so yep. they don't choke out. Yep. And then that's when the six second timer starts. Six seconds got to yep. remain tied from the time you sit in that seat. Yes, sir. Put the slack on it. They, they start the, they start to watch. If the calf kicks free before that six seconds is up, what happens? Uh, then that's a no time. Okay. Okay. So uh, the season kicked off in September. Yes, sir. You've been going. Yep. Okay. How you been doing? Uh, I've been doing pretty good. I've been either placing third or fourth in the high school rodeos. 
perfect. Catching? Yes, sir. No issue catching? Nope. Okay. What's the main focus right now then? Uh, getting a time. Consistency is key. Getting a time. So consistency in what you do? Yes. Consistency in what the horse does? Yes. All of it? Yep. Okay, perfect. What's your next event? Uh, breakaway. So you're doing breakaway also? Yes, sir. Same horse? Uh, no, I use um, the breakaway horse that we trained. Not Carlene's Not breakaway? No. When, when we go to youth rodeos, yeah, he'll do the breakaway. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you're not cat tie down roping at that same event. High school rodeo doesn't have breakaway roping for... For high school, they do not. They do not. Okay. Any other events you work in high school? No, I do not. Team roping? I want to get into it. Though. Thinking about it? Yep. And, and you got a roping dummy at the house? Yes, I do. Right. Um, and you have a rope and dummy at the house, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So do you, do you throw at the house quite a bit, Carly? I'm sorry. What'd you say? Do you throw quite a bit? Yes. Practice on the rope and dummy? Yep. You have the one that goes on to a bale of hay? Um, so we just rope a regular bale of hay. Um, we tip it sideways, if you want to say. Okay. Um, but we do have a smarty dummy. So okay. it's basically the exact same Built as a calf, I want to say. Yeah. Um, you can rope it on the ground, or there's a sled, and you can set it on a sled and use your horse and, so, and track it. So, like you pull, somebody pulls it with like four wheeler. Yes. Yep. And for calf roping, or can you also practice picking up the hind legs? Um, nope, not with this dummy. No. We can only, um, breakaway rope it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we can switch it and put the team roping one on it and okay. we can team rope with it okay. as well um the head and the back two legs okay um how often are you getting out to rodeos um i want to say at least twice a month but we try to hit jackpots every weekend you do yes where do you pick up jackpots um the closest one is usually like an hour um but we have some um, a lot in Pennsylvania. We try getting to the closest ones. Diamond Seven, yep. Camp Bell. Thank you. We'll go out to Sundance Arena. Okay. Garwood Arena in Ohio. Oh yeah, nice yes. arena out there, Beautiful. right? Brand new, brand new. And when it's jackpot for our listeners, it's openers or an age group. They do most of the time have novice okay. pro, um, or if it's over five hundred dollar winnings, you're in one group. Under it's in another group. Okay. And jackpot, you put your money in a pot, and yes. whoever wins gets the gets pot. Gets the pot. Yep. Okay. And in jackpot, you are breakaway roping. Yes. You are team roping. Yes. Okay. Yes. No. Yes, when I can. When you can. Yeah. Okay. And then um, uh, no barrel racing. Yeah, I do bring Depends. my horse to some. Yeah. So I do. I try. I kind of switch it up. So, like, some weekends I'll go just for breakaway, and then other weekends I'll go just for oh, barrels. Oh, well. Yep. So, there's um, Keystone Barrel Classic um, in Pennsylvania. Okay. They have a really good um, break, or, I'm sorry, barrel race there. Barrel race. And so, they have that, like, at least once a month, and they get um, a ton of entries as well. So, that's a good place to go barrel race that we like to go. And is that, like, a 4D barrel racing? Yes. So, 4D for our listeners, 4D means four divisions, breaks up, let's say you have 200... Yep. Barrel racers. Yes. Um, and so it depends on sometimes they'll go by like a half a second. So the winner who won it um, would be in the 1D. And sometimes they'll go like 
it all depends on how many there are but the average is like they'll go out four places okay so they'll go out four places and then they'll skip like a half a second from what fourth place was and that's how you will tell what the 2d first place winner okay. is so it's kind of like almost a luck of the draw depending on how everyone did that day yeah um gives so a chance for everybody yeah. gives a chance for money. everybody absolutely yeah and and i could be just fast enough that i'm still in the 1d and not make any money unfortunately you fall through the cracks absolutely and and the money for 1d 2d 3d 4d all pays kind of the same yes isn't that neat it is it is absolutely so that logan is kind of like the handicap system i'm talking about for golfing okay how many how many strokes is your handicap so we'll get into that we'll talk about that after this so um you do do a little 4d stuff right yes okay and like these barrel racings i mean there's a lot of contestants absolutely yeah 200 yeah the one in um keystone that we go to has close to 500 and where's keystone bloomsburg pennsylvania oh just below benton oh just below benton out by bloomsburg danville that whole area okay very good and do you go and you go run then high school you you compete in at the benton rodeo grounds yeah we have last year we had two rodeos there okay at the benton but we also do a youth series okay um and we're there at least once a month um for several months yeah okay Okay. we call it our second home we're there so much yeah so that's a junior rodeo at Benton. At Benton. Yep. It's called Keystone Junior Rodeo. Keystone Junior Rodeo. Okay. Understood. And then and then high school. I mean, I'm hearing you guys are traveling like to Maryland, Delaware. Absolutely. New Jersey, Ohio. And these are all jackpots you're going to? No, these are rodeos, pointed rodeos for pointed us. Pointed rodeos. What sanctioning bodies? Are you riding like IPRA, APRA? No, high school. High school? Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. I, I don't under... Okay. So we do multi-states. So we multi-states do. is... Thank you. So like when we go to Maryland, um, we'll be with like Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, um, Ohio. So it's Virginia. a lot of them. It's almost like a mini um, nationals is I what we call it. it. I love it. Yes. And whatever you win, you take home for points and that goes towards Pennsylvania? Yes. Yes. Perfect. And it's only... I had no idea. Oh. This is very cool. Yeah. I've, I've had many conversations because I've always wanted to bring like the northeast east of the mississippi the whole thing together and we just couldn't do it anyway yeah but uh yeah what if if, if these kids don't get out and see other things oh my they won't know you bet. what to do you so bet. national high school rodeo has started that so they have taken your idea and ran with it and we had the buckeye legacy rodeo the past two years and that was for the northeastern all of us would go to Garwood Arena and compete. And so they did the last two years. And Indiana was there. Um, Michigan was there. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, um, Virginia. And now Pennsylvania has it this year. Oh, wow. And it's called the Keystone Legacy. And it will be in April. And okay. so the whole Northeastern. And where? It's in Keystone, um classic road like right there at bloomsburg oh at the keystone place yes and when i moved to georgia when we bought the place in georgia i went and talked to him at perry about doing this eastern united states high school rodeo and then they went with the junior high finals okay which was great and now perry does the southeast 
region for a large rodeo yes, as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it there in Perry. Yeah. We were only about uh, 45 minutes south of there. Lucky. Really awesome. nice. Really nice. So how are you guys traveling? Okay. Meaning rig. You got you got a, a horse trailer with living quarters, I hope. I mean, you guys are out a bunch. Yes, yes. we do. So we have a Peterbilt that pulls it. Nice. Don't ask me any more than that. I just know okay. the name of it. <laughs> okay, okay. Seats four, really super comfortable. Yes, it has a nice big seat in the back that lays down as a couch or, or as right. a bed. Okay. So... When we do take those long trips, it's nice that we can lay down and shut our eye before the next one drives. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then we do have a living quarters. And who drives? Trip. Both Shannon and I. You do. We okay. say my mom has a graveyard shift because my dad always gives it to her at like about 11 o'clock and then she's got to drive through the night. And But he stays up and talks to her and keeps her awake? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we do not stop on the way unless we're there for fuel so it definitely stinks with the peterbilt because we'll go several hours i was gonna say yeah my dad will not stop like i mean the average that we're going before he stops is normally five seven hours what yeah no stopping no food where's the bathroom we gotta hold it let me tell you are you serious <laughs> it is painful yeah oh my Until, unless gosh. he has to go to the bathroom if he's got to go to the bathroom oh, that's another statement i'd but... <laughs> be slipping in drinks now i'd be kids tell them toter home kid yeah toter home. Oh, toter bathroom's home. right yeah. There. Yeah. Best thing I did. Yeah. Believe me, place. he's been checking them out. I'll bet. And pull a gooseneck, I take it, right? Um, uh, how many horse? Four horse. Four horse. So you're full when you leave? We're yes. full. Always? You don't pull the dividers and put a fifth one in? No. No. We would love to, but yeah. no. Yeah. So you're going to say four horse, you're thinking? No, we need more. What do you need? We would like five. Five. Yes. Five will get it done right. Yes. Okay. You, there's, there's always wanting more room for horses. Never enough. Never enough room. Yeah. And you got living quarters. Yes. Okay. What's that like? Pop or slide out and everything. Comfortable yes. when you get there. Very yes. comfortable. Okay. You're not stopping eating a lot of restaurants. No. You're making your own food. You're doing your own grocery shopping, all that sort of thing. Absolutely. Okay. Making dinner right there. Okay. And most rodeos you're there Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of a thing? Yes. It is. Okay. And uh, the most places you go to, electricity and everything, you got generators. You're all set, though. Generators. Generators. Okay. Now, your other daughter that we haven't even talked about, your youngest, tell us about her. McKenna. Yeah. She is my spicy little redhead. And she, as well, is into barrel racing, but has taken on to breakaway roping naturally. Really? Yeah. She is a left-handed person, but Tim... Made sure she ropes with her right hand. She does. She does rope okay. with her right hand. And? She's phenomenal. Okay. At the age of 10, she has moved She's up. got a natural loop. Really? It's pretty cool to watch. Natural yes. loop. Yeah. She's got her the arm for it. Her swing is amazing. Really? And and she's 10 years old. Is she junior high yet or junior rodeo? So she's junior rodeo. Junior rodeo. She They did open it up to fifth graders. I felt she was too young. I wanted her to have a little bit more practice and For then sure. move on. For sure. But but she's running with you guys at the barrel races? Yes, she does. At the youth rodeo. At the youth rodeo. Um, she goes along to the high school stuff What she and does. says, I could do this. Why don't you let me do this? <laughs> Every time, yep. <laughs> I could this be is what out you there, need Mom. to do differently. <laughs> yes, yeah. that is true. Yeah, this is what you and need she, to work on. 
she practices with us yeah. every day at Tim's. So barrel racer, breakaway roper, practice. So you're hauling three horses every day. Yes. From from your place down, 11 minutes, I know. And all in, all done, a couple hours by the time you get back to the house? Yep, normally it's, it's two hours. Two hours? Yes. Chore time. How long do chores? Um, so we all split it up pretty evenly. Logan's got the cows, um, and then McKenna and I normally take the horses. So it normally takes us, I want to say, like an hour if we were to do it in total. About an hour to do all the chores? Yes. Okay. How many head of cattle you got? Uh, we got, I think, just about 20, 10 Scottish Highlanders, 5 um, heifers and Angus. Herfords. 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 Yeah, Herfords mm-hmm. and Angus, and then... We have, I think, five jerseys. Seven jerseys. Oh, seven so jerseys. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. You you milking the jerseys? Uh, no, they're too young, but we're feeding them milk. You're they're bottle cats. Yeah, they're bottle cats. We're raising oh. them so we can rope them. Oh, well done. Supply yeah. your own. I yep. love it. I love it. Um, what haven't we talked about? My goodness, we've covered a lot of ground. When are you going again? Uh, our next one. Is the farm show? Oh, in January. Yep. Yes. Oh, Harrisburg. what a great arena! Have you guys have you guys rode in that arena? Yes, yes, we've been there a couple of times. I do not have the best of luck, but in that arena. Yeah. Yes, the farm show. What a great arena! What a mess to get in and out of. And is it tough to, to get a, in and out right now? In event. In in that event. at that time, yes, with the snow and the ice, and always trying to get out of our driveway safely. You know. Because that we are at such a hill, year. that time of year makes that time it tough. Of the year. Yeah, yeah. It, it and traffic down there, it's crazy. You know, find a parking spot. But uh, yeah, I took my daughter down there one year before I did the rodeo. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was ice. We had to stop halfway because we couldn't drive anymore. It, it's that time of year. Yeah, you know? yeah. God bless you. Sure. Have fun, kids, because your parents are doing it. Absolutely. For you. Hence, think- I heard Sam say once. well after that i put the rodeo on. oh that's right (laughs) then it wasn't so bad i could get there a couple days early take care of the stock you know you could be settled in but uh yeah it only took me once to say i I think i'll bid this yeah (laughs) and then finally logan you said you got another horse you're training for for calf rope and tell us a little bit about this horse uh so she's a two-year-old and uh, we just bought her a year ago where'd you find her what state? Uh, she came 45 minutes away from our house. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Okay. Good breeding. Yes, sir. Good. And uh, so have you started her? I yes, mean, we you're have. You're doing some light riding? Yeah, about a half a year now we've been working on her. Okay. You do groundwork and that sort of thing with her, on you know, uh, yes, sir. circling and that sort of thing? Yes, sir. She's handling well? Yep. What do you like about her? Uh, her stop's really smooth. Okay. It's not choppy. Okay. How big is she going to get? Uh, not really big. Okay. Like, like maybe 14.3. Okay. Okay. All right. So one last question. Carlene, what's your goal for the 2024 rodeo season, which we're already into? What's your goal? What's a perfect season look like? Um, to make it to nationals. I want to place well. I would definitely like to be in the top 40 when we make it to nationals, but I've 
my goal is to be in the top 20 the top and make 20. it back to the short go. In yes. all three events that you're going? Um, Preferably just breakaway roping. Just breakaway. That's yes. your main goal. That's my main, yeah. Okay, that's the one. Yes. Okay, excellent. And you got your plan put together on what's going to take to hit that goal? Yep, I've got it pretty well planned out. I'd like to make it back for the um, Junior Patriot Rodeo that they have in Texas as well um, next year for January. So the Where's that? Is that a high Fort, school level? No. no. That's so, pro. That's Fort Worth. It's Will, it, Will Rogers Arena. Yes. Oh. Fort Worth. Oh, in Fort Worth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I took Colton there for about three years. And it was, it's it's phenomenal, the, oh. the kids there and how good they are. It, it's it's really good. Okay. Really good for them. And have you guys looked at, speaking of, now that's high school age, Sam? Yeah, they do. Actually, the Patriot goes all the way through. Oh, it does. But they do youth events. Oh, they do. So yeah. this is the Junior Hui um, Patriot. And Carlene made it down there for goat tying a couple of years ago. Oh, so wow. she has competed down there for okay. that. Okay, okay. And just so you know, before we move off the subject of goat tying, back in 1960, uh, Sam was the typical cowboy in the little britches rodeo colorado colorado springs colorado littleton it was a suburb of denver to denver and you know what event put him into the top to win that trophy that is actually was actually taller than him at the time what event ask him go ahead what, what event, event was it goat time oh oh, oh yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Didn't matter about the bull riding or the bareback no. ride. No, just goat time. Just goat, goat yeah, time. Of course. Just goat time. Um, so, Logan, your goal for the year, calf roping. My goal is to win rookie for my freshman year and make it to nationals. So, rookie in Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. Okay. Make it to the nationals. Yes, sir. To do that, you got to be in the top four in this state. Correct. You're currently placing seconds and thirds, I'm hearing. Yes, sir. So, we got to do a little more first and seconds, maybe? Yes, sir. Possible? Yes. Got a plan? Yep. Put it in place? I will. Okay, very good. And then, have you guys heard of the International Finals Youth Rodeo in Shawnee, Oklahoma in July? I have seen advertisements for it, but I have not looked into it. It's Is been, it amazing? It's amazing. It's been going on. We'll let Sam talk about it. Both Colton and Dalen went there. Yes, but I never made it because it was in July. Yeah. I couldn't do it, but uh, they say it's phenomenal. I've had people say that, you know, go to the high school finals. They say this is better than the high school finals. Yeah. Maybe because you can win money. Real money. Like upwards, there's total prize money, like 250000 I believe. Big yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Stetson right won over 12000 when he left there. As a high schooler. Yeah. And it's high school level. Shawnee, Oklahoma in July. Check it out. That Peterbilt will head that way. It'll do just fine on 70 on your way down. It'll do just fine. Um, so we're going to get you qualified for the Nationals, Carlene. We're going to get you qualified for the Nationals. Or McKenna, we're going to do what? What's her goal? What's her goal? Yeah. To win for breakaway again in her youth rodeo next year. Okay, excellent. And then I got to ask Melanie, what's your goal for 2024? Um. <laughs> to keep up with the kids there you go yes and stay awake on those overnight drives uh, please oh, be safe yeah 
Please be safe. Well, this has been a hoot. I'm so glad you guys come out to, to BTC North, right? Our recording studio here at the Rawhide Ranch. And to our listeners, we hope that you enjoyed our conversation about the past and future of this rodeo family. If you do, please share it with your friends. To make your listening easier, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Search for Beyond the Shoots and follow us. And we would like to say thank you to Parasite Systems for their support with our podcast. Parasite System is a push-button parasitic diagnostic system for pasture animals, horses, cattle, goats, sheep, and chickens. And for your companion animals, your dogs and your cats, you can find them at Parasite System. That's P-A-R-A. Site like like vision s i g h t systems.com and we've got a coupon for 50% off your test kits btc023 go online order those test kits check out parasite systems and use that coupon this is beyond the shoots with melanie domes logan domes carlene domes sam schlinger until next time this is doug simcox Thank you for listening.